All right, everybody, welcome back to Stories with Stories. So today, again, I wanted to, like I mentioned to my students and everybody listening, so this used to be where I bounced around through every single thing in the book, but now I'm kind of changing the focus of this to let's look at what is going on in the world and kind of some of the hot topic issues that we have. And I'm going to ask kind of a question at the end that you respond to in order to get extra credit, or sometimes it'll be the full assignment for our class. So today, what my topic I wanted to have was, was what is going to be the legacy of Donald Trump as we move forward? So legacy is how is history going to remember this man as our president? And in order to kind of touch on the legacy, I just wanted to walk through the last four years and what that looked like uh, for the United States, for him as a president, for everything like that. So let's rewind the clock all the way back to 2017 on January 20th, which is Inauguration Day. An inauguration in which he goes out and tells everybody how many people showed up and that his crowds were so much larger, larger than that of President Obama's, even though they were clearly clearly smaller. This is what opened up the the minds and the eyes to the world that, hey, by the way, our president may be telling some lies to us or is a little bit delusional. It started at the beginning. And then the very next day throughout the country, women got together and had these marches all throughout, this, all throughout the country in every major city. And they are in a protest of basically women's rights, but they're also in a protest to the way that Donald Trump has objectified women throughout. This is going to be a theme you will see because on his first day, first full day in office, there is already divisiveness happening between Trump supporters and non-Trump supporters. Let's move down just six days later, only one week into his presidency, he is going to issue what is called the travel ban. And he's going to ban travelers from seven Muslim countries from coming into our, into our country. Now, this created widespread chaos, anger, all types of things like that throughout the world. Again, this is all within his first week. So within his first week, he has a travel ban. He has women marching against him. And he's already had his biggest or a big lie in saying that more people showed up to his inauguration than they did President Obama's. This takes us into a little bit more. We got, you know, we take a little time. He does some stuff in office. I mean, kind of working his job and everything like that. And then the FBI director is fired. So Trump decides to fire James Comey, uh, which he was controversial fired. Comey reveals that there is an FBI investigation uh, in between Russia and Trump ties to see what their relationship really is because their relationship seemed a little bit too friendly and how does it look you know that maybe they helped him win the election in some way shape or form other things of that nature are kind of going out so people are questioning now what is the relationship between the fbi or i'm sorry russia and donald trump they are going to go ahead and appoint uh rob mueller that name is going to come up again later he is going to have special counsel. Uh, continuing moving forward here, June 14th, 2017, there is a shooting at a congressional softball practice where House Majority Whip Steve Scalise and three others are shot in Washington, D.C. This is going to be the first of many issues involving gun violence that Donald Trump is going to have to deal with in his presidency. 
July 26, 2017, he is going to ban anybody who is transgender from joining the military. Just let that one sink in. Now, the big one comes actually just two days later on July 28th when Obamacare, the, he tried to get Obamacare repealed and removed, and it fails. And it's going to fail after John McCain, a lifelong Republican, at one point the Republican presidential nominee, decides that this isn't the right thing. And then basically in what seems like in the middle of the night, changes his mind as a, to where he feels a, about Obamacare and votes it down. And John McCain really has stood up and stood up for the betterment of people instead of winning his politics. We are, this is the first seven months. Let's get into August of 2017. Charlottesville, Virginia, there was a rally protesting white supremacy or protesting a white supremacy protest that was also going on in which a man drove a truck or a car into the crowd killing a woman. The man was actually from here in Toledo as he did this and was responding in hate to people protesting white supremacy. Donald Trump's response to this was that there were very fine people on both sides. Instead of condemning white supremacy in his first major opportunity to do so as president, he called white supremacists very fine people. Let's move forward. Because he's going to then end DACA, which again, if we're talking about somebody who just said white supremacists are very fine, now we're going to get rid of this initiative that was designed to protect people who didn't have a choice about being illegal immigrants. Basically, if you came over at a young age, you know, you were protected in certain ways if you, you know, because it wasn't your choice. It's not your fault. And so again, we're looking at this. This isn't not in touch of reality with a regular America. Another mass shooting. Uh, this one is in Las Vegas. It is killing dozens. It's during a country music festival. Uh, President Trump does very little in the call to that. Uh, let's keep moving forward here a little bit. Uh, to start his new his second year as president, he is going to threaten North Korea. And he's going to say that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has stated that the nuclear button is on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I have a nuclear button, but it is a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. Again, these are one of those things that you say to somebody because it's like you want to show that you have more power than them. This is not necessarily the way it should go. And then Donald Trump, just nine days later on January 11th of 2018, goes out and calls several other countries shitholes. Now, that type of language is offensive in general. But when you're referring to other nations who have struggles that we don't realize that they have, this is going to lead to a much bigger problem. This leads to the idea of the racist stuff. You know, does he think Latin America, because he thinks so little of Latin America, does he think less of them? Uh, 
as we just keep going, you know, we talked about DACA, then the Trump administration is going to acknowledge that it has separated 2,000 separate children from their families at the border and kind of some of the flowback that came with that. And again, Donald Trump not looking in the greatest of like or the greatest uh, like there. Uh, he then is going to appoint a a Supreme Court nominee named Brett Kavanaugh. And Brett Kavanaugh, as he gets kind of appointed for this before the Senate stuff happens, he is accused of sexual assault. Uh, the lady who accused him of sexual assault, Christine Blasey Ford, goes public with the accusation and says, hey, you know, maybe you should talk to me before you confirm this man as, as you know, in within your, <clears throat> excuse me, before you confirm them within your Supreme Court. They ask her to talk at, in front of the Congress. She does. She testifies. He is still confirmed anyways. Again, going back to that women's movement at the very beginning, this is what that was about, is that people who were being sexually assaulted didn't have a voice and that we were, you know, really allowing certain things to continue. Well, the American people in, on November 6th of 2018 had the chance to step up with their vote and show what was really going on, and they did, and the Democrats won control of the House in the United States. Um, this all, you know, 2018 ends really poorly. He loses the House. There is a journalist in, South, in Saudi Arabia that is murdered, and as that journalist is murdered, he doesn't fully condemn Saudi Arabia because he doesn't want to have bad relations to them even though this is what was going on for them. The federal government shuts down because they can't reach uh, an agreement based on funding for the dormal, for the border wall. That's 35 days. And it's the longest federal shutdown in US history. All these things are just pushing back and back and back against him. All this is building what's going on. Uh, he's, you know, now as we move into 2019 in July 25th, and this is gonna become an infamous moment, moment. In a phone call, Donald Trump pressures the president of United States, pressures the president of Ukraine to open an investigation into Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and what went on in there. Well, because he called and literally, and literally asked for a foreign head to look into an American, he was impeached or an impeachment inquiry was brought, meaning there was an investigation into the call with Iran or with Ukraine. This also gave open field to anything with the Bidens. So this is where kind of Joe Biden gets left off a little bit is that he was able, he was also getting investigated by this investigation of the president. This is what has happened. So Trump gets impeached uh, by the House of Representatives then on December 18th in 2019. To kind of squash some of that, some people believe, on January 2nd of 2020, he is going to have a top Iranian commander, uh, Qasim Soleimani, is killed in a U.S. airstrike. It escalates tensions with Iran. Ultimately, though, that's going to be the last, you know, the last thing that people are going to say. People did sit there and they go, look, this is going, this was decisive. He said he was going to do it and he did it instead of thinking about it. Um, and that's all well and good. But what happens next throughout this is going to be the bigger problem. On February 5th of 2020, he is acquitted of his impeachment charges. Uh, and then we have the coronavirus. 
February 25th, first wave of communities getting hit by the coronavirus in the United States comes. The next day, he goes out, he appoints Mike Pence to lead the task force, and he says within days, the number of cases will be down to zero. A month later, we're still rising. Still rising. He, but he still wants the economy to open back up by Easter. PPE supply problems, you know, really hit hard on April 2nd when our federal government couldn't provide Massachusetts with enough PPE to help them. That's, you know, gloves, everything of that nature, the masks for people working within the hospitals. And the PPE supply problems are really amplified when the New England Patriots simply sent a plane over to China and brought that plane back from China to have all this. May 25th, then, George Floyd is mur murdered. Nationwide protests, big problem for anything, or, you know, everything that he has. The coronavirus death toll is going to soar and rise to 100,000 by May 27th. And the rest of this time is really just a look at how Donald Trump handled the coronavirus. Yes, it is unfair to blame four years of the presidency on just the coronavirus. But what happened before? the average man's rights were taken. Donald Trump's legacy, in my opinion, is that Donald Trump did wonderful things for Wall Street. Donald Trump did wonderful things for the rich. But for the regular everyday person, Donald Trump is very divisive. Because he believes in the American dream, to a point. Donald Trump fought everything that he could and he fought like hell to prevent certain groups of people from being expressed. And he really pushed that another group of people was put in much higher regard. Donald Trump cared about one major thing and that was Donald Trump. He cared about the legacy that he has. And when our history books go back in 10 years and they look at the legacy of the president, I don't know what they will say. Will they say he was a leader and a patriot? Or will they say he is arguably one of the worst presidents we've had in, this his in our history? I know my answer. I want you to think about yours while going through the timeline. Have a great rest of your day. I will talk to everybody soon.